Brothers of Discussion is bodpodcast.com, and uh, that's where you're going to get the uh, podcast uh, episodes, you're going to get all of our new blogs that we've been putting up, uh, you can also find links to our Facebook and Twitter, and if you're uh, in, in a hurry and you need to know what the Brothers of Discussion are talking about right now on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter using the handle at bodpodcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. And, Mike, for the very first time, we are here to welcome a few new members to the faction. Yeah, of the brothers it's of gonna discussion. be as, it's gonna be as big as the NWO at the end of WCW. I can't, yeah. I can't wait uh, to find out how 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 many uh, loads of underwear needed to be cleaned once they heard their names. <laughs> Spoken so on this uh, this podcast with with thousands thousands of listeners. Um, actually, I, I should report before I say these names. We we uh, I, I made a, a goal for us to hit. <laughs> I didn't tell you this goal, Mike. Uh, we needed to hit uh, a thousand uh, unique visitors to bodpodcast.com uh, by the end of the year, and we did it in a month. So Woo! I need yeah. to re-strategize. Keep changing those IP addresses, guys. We love it. <laughs> Woo! Uh, now back back to the back to the uh, the welcoming of our new faction members. Uh, Mike, this week we are welcoming Mork, Clay, Mork. Yep, Mork uh, from the uh, old show Mork and Mindy, uh, Clay, uh, Walter, and Gordon. So. Uh, I gotta say, Mark, I really want to see your license plate at, at Krusty Land, uh, right next to the board. <laughs> that is maybe the best name we've ever seen. That it, I, I love it. There are some um, I, I forget what you call them, but it's like uh, if if the name was like European or German, and there's those two little dots above the O. So that might oh. be why we're not familiar with this name. So there's a little omelet, a little omelet yes. for Mark. Thank you, Mark. At, at this, this early what a what day. an incredible what an incredible heel wrestler name Mork Omlot like who would ever step in the ring with that beast yeah Mork thank you for joining thank you for listening um, Duncan Shane and I like uh, the addition too of Walter White and Gordon Freeman I think we have uh... yeah it's a well-rounded group yeah um, the most colorful names. Uh, these definitely sound like Vince McMahon names. Yeah, like um, like when you consider our names, our Matt and Mike, like boring. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so it's like our our. I mean, even our our and, and mom and dad, we love you to death. <laughs> but after Mike comes out, then it's well. What do we call the other one? Uh, <laughs> what's another Bible name that starts with an M? 
There's Mary. Oh, this one's a boy. Oh. <laughs> Alright. Well, anyway, um, outside of our new listeners, we're very excited to, uh, to have you. Um, we've had a very, very interesting week in the WWE. And, I mean, I know we've got the flagship shows with Monday Night Raw, SmackDown Live, definitely not recorded anymore. But I would say what really grabbed my attention this week, and I, I don't think I've been able to say this ever, uh, was 205 Live. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I was just telling you that uh, this is first week in a long time. And it's, it's, it's because, like, we, we have to go to work, we have to go to school, we have to prioritize. I, I've missed so many Red Wings games. I've missed... NFL playoff games for the first time <laughs> in my life. So why the hell would I make time to watch 205 Live? I'll tell you why. Because there's, <laughs> there's a purpose to these matches. That's, That's why. <laughs> yeah, so, now, now we, we actually have something to care about. And it was like, God, it was so like, simple. Like, all, all, all I did was hear uh, Rockstar Spud telling me that we have a new tournament on 205 Live. And... Rockstar Spud, I'm not familiar. I'm, I'm, I oh. know the new GM, Draco Malfoy, or whatever his stupid <laughs> name is. Why couldn't they just go with Spud? Spud is just an incredible name. It's right know. up there with Mork. He Mork been, and Spud. Why wasn't he just like Superstar Potato or something? Like, I don't know. <laughs> give a little nod the, to the name yeah, the that, that brought him there. Yeah. <laughs> Roots McKenzie. Yeah. <laughs> Starch. Go, go, it comes Starch. Starch Malfoy. I don't know. Um, but uh, the, the the issue was Rats the matches never mattered. Yeah. <laughs> That's an onion, man. Get out of here with your onions. Um, yeah, the matches actually mattered. Um, and, you know, they were given some, some time to work, too. Um, you know, they weren't doing a five-minute battle over... I don't know, Gentleman Jack's umbrella, or I don't know, in a Mary Poppins, you know, battle royal, or yeah, this they 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 actually had stakes on the line, and they had these guys doing like twenty minute matches. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, if you get it, if you get some time, um, at least watch one of the matches um, where Callisto and Lince Dorado do battle um, in a cruiserweight luchador clash. Yeah, and th- this is um, this is being dubbed. That match is being dubbed like the first lucha match uh, on 205 Live. It, it, if not the first like hardcore lucha match since the program began, uh, it's it's definitely one of the best. Like that that match had it's... some crazy moves by Kalisto, and I, I I gotta say I I'll admit I don't know a lot of Lindsay's work, but damn was that that fun to watch and i like i like his little kitty ears on his uh that's what i was gonna say i was gonna say yeah like come for the wrestling but stay for that kitty cat costume Mm because that was adorable yeah that's the cutest thing i've ever Uh, seen on wrestling yeah little stripies and little kitty cat ears and we wouldn't want to give him just a little yeah just a little scritchy scritchy on the head and and this and i don't hate kalisto but i was rooting for lince i i'll 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 throw that out there i i mean i i went in knowing and I know I don't know if you wanted to go this this deep into this match, but I knew Kalisto was gonna win. Uh, and at no yeah. point did I don't know e- even Lince's pins didn't it didn't get 
get me to the edge of my seat. But uh, I, I, there was something about that. Like I just, I don't know. All of a sudden, I wanted to see see the new guy. You know, find a way to to get closer to a championship. Uh, we'd get to watch him a few more times, uh, so it wouldn't just be the guy we already know. You know, guy who's already held the title. I like, I really like Leitze's, uh his finisher that 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 backspring. Uh, what is it like a like a corkscrew backspring stunner? That's I thought that was a cool move. I um, I thought his finisher was uh, screwing up the the backwards Hurricane Rana that almost killed Kalisto. <laughs> I thought that yeah. was going to be the accidental finish. Yeah, I thought. Oh, oh, Kalisto! What a great counter by Lindsay! <laughs> Looks like he's going to win. Well, here's the thing. It, it was a dead. little. It was a. It was a baby botch, but yeah. it, it looked painful. Yeah, so I was it like, did. Well, okay. Well, it looks uh, by hook or by crook. I like. Uh, yeah, I know. like how the result of that too was was Kalisto getting <laughs> the pin, where it was like, oh, Kalisto, oh my god. Oh wait, he's making the pin. Oh, all right. Yeah, great. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> I I, um, I love when that happens too, just to get off topic for a second, and the announcers are like, well. He, he didn't get all of it on, on that one. <laughs> his, um, his neck took most of the blow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really liked uh, the little moment, too, where um, uh, Dorado, El Dorado, he was on the cusp of victory, and uh, little Kalisto rolled out of the ring, you know, in a defensive maneuver. Um, oh, yeah. You know, that... so he couldn't get pinned. He, he ate a finisher and rolled out, so he couldn't get pinned. Um what? It's something I think a lot of people complain about in wrestling, where it seems like these guys just kind of bumble around and oh, I just fall for the same old trick over and over. Yeah, you know, it's something like AJ Styles never does. He always uses his brain in the ring, um, and it adds to the credibility and it makes it more compelling to see these guys actually make smart, desperate decisions. You know, to to stave off a loss. You know, roll out of the ring. Don't don't get pinned. Well, you know, do everything you can. It's like you're reading straight from my article that I haven't even posted yet. <laughs> Where I actually oh. I praised Elias for the start of that triple threat match and he rolls out of the ring and lets Cena and Braun go at it. I like oh. I, I wrote too the same thing. I said it adds credibility. It it, it it makes it a real sport because these guys are actually thinking, how am I gonna win this? You know? Yeah. Like I, I love those moves. It's 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 smart, and you know what would have been funny is if they uh, with that botch by uh, Kalisto, if they if the the announcers call it like, oh, let's say tried to get out of it, didn't quite work, but <laughs> good old gentleman's effort on that that move there for let's say to not quite take the Hurricane Rana, <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Um... I thought well, I thought that match was was wonderful. I, I hate that we even had to bring up that botch because it was literally like twenty minutes of pretty much perfect, like not just luchador wrestling, just good in ring storytelling. Like I don't, I don't even want to put that label on it. Like it, it was luchador, you know. It was just if you're a fan of pro wrestling and you know the the art of competition, there was just two guys who seemed like they wanted to win. Yeah, um, I, I I guess I kind of look at it as like, you know, when you're you're seeing like a like a J.J. Abrams movie, and you could tell that it's a J.J. A Abrams movie. You're like, you, I, I guess I'm watching that, and, it, you know, you could see you could see the Lucha influence in it. Like, that, that's where I come, come from. I'm not, I'm not qualifying it as this was a good Lucha. I'm just saying this was Lucha, and it was amazing. It, it, uh, yeah. if, that, if that's a better way to put it, 
Uh, it's a match. I, I still want to honor if, how great that match was. It's a match I don't want to sit down and watch with Stone Cold because I know he hates that crap. Um, <laughs> bunch of bullshit, you know. <laughs> Nobody's selling shit. Shit, you know. Uh, but uh, uh, the other match of the night, um, and I think I would have, I probably would have switched the order, uh, just because you know Kalisto and Dorado, El Dorado, they brought the house down. Yeah. Um, like, they actually woke up, you know, a crowd that had been sitting through SmackDown and, like, whoa! You know, they actually paid attention <laughs> to a cruiserweight match. Uh, well, this and is, then the energy level totally changed. Keep in mind, too, like, this is this is coming after uh, the mixed match challenge. Uh, so Oof. this is... This is uh, two hours of SmackDown. You've got you've got a pre-match uh, or, or a dark match before SmackDown even starts. Then you've got the Facebook Live match, and then you've got 205 Live, which up until the last two weeks has really been uh, you know something you you have no problem missing. So right. I, I I I just to I don't know enhance your point like. This is something where we've been trained to not give a shit about 205 Live. And yeah, that was a and that was a fatigued crowd. Yeah, and they still like, what are we watching? Oh my god! Like, <laughs> this is accidental NXT. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you think? Uh, yeah, I just wish. Uh, okay, let's. Okay, let's. Okay, if we're gonna go that route and say, you know, thank you, these guys kind of woke you up for 205 Live. Maybe, maybe they did have to go first. Um, so when Roderick Strong and, um, you know, Hideo Itami closed out the night, um, you know, that pacing kind of slowed down. They were working more of a strong style, you know, obviously than, you know, the luchador style. Um, man, what happened to Itami? That dude is just really plummeted down the list here, um, Um, out in the first round with, uh, the cruiserweights. Now, this is, this is, uh, a leading question, so... You know, it'll it'll definitely be easier to answer. But I'm gonna call this our first hot tag question of the episode. Hot tag, Mike. I, I would struggle to think of one, but can you actually give an example of a great Hideo Itami match? Like, what have we seen that would tell us, or or even like suggest that we should get out of our seat when this guy comes to the ring? And and again, uh, I I, I don't want to come off too mean uh, here, but. Honestly, I I will say to answer my own question, I can't think of one. But is is there one that you could actually point to and say, "Wow, this is this is on the top 100 greatest NXT <laughs> matches of all time." Well, when I think of Hideo Itami, I think of two things. He's hurt again, uh, and he used to have CM Punk's finisher. Yep. Uh, uh, exactly. Especially now that he's got a huge scar. That uh, is is very easy for your eyes to be drawn to, but a hundred percent agree. So it's not really his fault. I mean, he's had those injuries, and you know he didn't really get to have his own unique take on the finisher. Because um, even Roman Reigns, you know, every every GD year there's somebody doing a spear. He still gets to do his ooh ah. But a Tommy just basically would do the fireman's carry and you know drop you on his knee and. You know, that was the end of it. Now he's not even doing that finisher anymore. He does like a, it's like a, I think he does like a running kind of knee kind of deal. Um, so it's it's even harder to notice. Is that a finisher? Oh, he's pinning. Okay, I guess it's a finisher. Um, so it's not his fault. It, it's just kind of weird timing for him. Um, yeah. 
I, I guess that that also like for me that that kind of hurt the match and and, and 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 to go to your point, you know, I I I wouldn't have picked that to to end the night. Um, if that's you know, if, if that's a question we're answering, I I totally agree that that wouldn't be that wouldn't be my choice. Um, I I don't get excited with Hideo Itami. I guess they were hoping that uh, Roderick Strong and his work on NXT had really. Yeah, talk about uh, knocking off some uh, some uh, some nice talent. Um, he gets to knock off the second place guy for that European title last week, um, yeah. Tyler Bates. Um, now he's going to go fight Pete Dunne uh, for the European title, and he gets to advance in the cruiserweight tournament. Man, they uh, they think pretty highly of this Roderick Strong here. Yeah, he looks like um, uh, the next Dean Malenko. Oh, he, well, he literally <laughs> looks like Dean. Yeah, Malenko, he does. So. <laughs> That's what I was getting. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> he he does. Like if there if there's a guy with like, I mean, it's not even, it's not even just the face. Like even his body. Like they look exactly the same. Coming. Yeah, to they like, have the same physique. Little. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I've been saving that one for a while. <laughs> Um, yeah, I like Roderick. Um, we'll see how he advances. I think the most interesting thing in this match, um, it says it was kind of going on, they, commentary just kind of loosely alluded to it, um, that all the seeds have not been set in this tournament. Um. Yeah, you know what? I was just going to ask you, how much, how much does it bother you that we don't, like, we don't have a bracket we can look at? Well, I think that's, uh, not an accident, my friend. That, that... That probably means that we might get one of the least favorite wrestlers uh, from one of the brothers of discussion making a cameo in this tournament. Booyaka, booyaka, 619! I think Rey Mysterio is going to enter this tournament. Yeah. Um, He looked fantastic at the Rumble. He was in great shape. I don't know, that's what they said. He he was in better shape. Yeah. Yeah, he looked good. I mean, Um, when you murder a guy, you got to... You know, you got to bring something else to the. You know, you can't come in pudgy anymore. You got to show up ripped. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I. I you look cut, man. <laughs> cut like a Julian Sandler. Um, but uh, yeah, he's wearing super tight pants now. Uh, remember, he used to have those loosey goosey ones. Now he's wearing like skin tight, like butt cheek pants. Yeah, yeah. Show off those yeah, he's, glutes. Yeah, he's sleek and gluty. Sleek and gluty. <laughs> That'll be Buika Buika 619, sleek and gluty on my behind. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but I will good. say, um, as far as getting like 205 completely, 205 Live completely over, and you know, we always say, well, well, at least this, I, I think we were in, in sync with this opinion. You know, it just seemed like these guys were in their own little bubble. Um, and, you know, separate from the main roster. You know, so they try to put Enzo in there. They try to put Kalisto in there, but man, if you can put a Hall of Famer in there, like like Rey Mysterio, wooey, that'll get some people watching Two Hundred Five Live. Um, well, I think, and I, also get them some better like television spots on Raw. I, I think they're uh, they're moving this in the right direction because uh, this this is a sign of what Two Hundred Live should have been. Because uh, we had the Cruiserweight Classic, and I I thought that was going to define what 205 Live was. And instead, it just turned into this silly little sideshow uh, with with these goofy storylines. And they're giving, you know, it, it's almost like they said, these guys have to have character. 
And really, it could have just been an extension of the way they treat NXT, where that, I mean, don't get me wrong, they have, they have uh, outlandish characters there too, but they, it's, it, to me, it's a focus on pro wrestling and, and, and the skill it needs to make, to make that entertaining. And uh, 205 Live, I thought, would just be exactly what we got from the Cruiserweight Classic. And, and it wasn't. And, and you brought it up before, having fights with umbrellas. Uh, just uh, just well, doesn't do it for me. And it, it became it, like 90s Monday Night Raw. Well, like both shows watching NXT and 205 Live, like the, the and this is this is just a weird week for me to compare them because um, NXT was was bookended by Undisputed Era versus Sanity, but yeah, it seemed like every week on 205 Live it was, oh, we're gonna have another six on six every cruiserweight on the roster match. Like what? It, there's no story involved with that. It just felt force fed. Like okay, I guess we're gonna see every single wrestler participate in it. There's no stakes in that. It's just they're taking turns doing wins and losses, and yeah, I, and that's like that's, what like what NXT does. Uh, you know, sometimes you'll go weeks without seeing Aleister Black. Um, you know, he didn't even make an appearance this week, and he's arguably one of their bigger stars. No Velveteen Dream. You literally had six, you know, the same three on three people fighting, and then you got to throw in. Um, uh, sorry. Um, I keep forgetting her name, though. Bianca Belair. Uh, we got to watch her squash somebody. But yeah. it was basically um, Undisputed versus Sanity. So next week, we're probably not even going to see those guys. And it, it works, because then you, you kind of get that, ah, you know, you got the you got the itch. Like, ah, I want to I wanna see these characters I haven't seen in a while. Yeah. Um, that was, I mean, that was actually the same feeling you'd get with the Cruiserweight Classic. Because you couldn't wait. Oh, my gosh. Remember the, the first round match this guy had? This is going to be amazing. And now he's facing this guy. Whoa. Like, Yeah, it, instead it, of having them fight the same guy week after week yeah. after week. And, you know, in a three-on-three. Three, then a four-on-four. Four, then a two-on-two. Two, then a one-on-one-on-one-on-one-on-one. And it's like, no, it doesn't. That doesn't do anything. You got you to gotta, you gotta space it out. You know, make us make us want it. Not force-feed us seeing these guys punching each other. That's, that's what wrestling's all about. You know, it's... Those are the great matches where there's like two or three weeks worth of promos, and they finally, finally get to do battle. You and know, they've been te- teasing and teasing, and then, you know, build up to it. Not have the same guys, you know, doing, you know, moonsaults to each other, you know, week after week. Yeah, and I, and, and the thing is, too, I, I'd have to say there's there's probably, like, the WWE, I, I, I feel like they know this, but then they're also looking at, you know, the bottom dollar, and... Are we really going to pay this guy and we're not going to put him on TV this week? Like, you know, I, I, I can't, I couldn't go on and think like, you know, there, there isn't, there isn't something that's, that's forcing them to put on this type of match. Cause it, it just, I don't know. It, it you're, you're a hundred percent right. Like it doesn't make any sense why we see every single one of these guys, but there's gotta be, there's gotta be something like that, that, that figures into it where they're, maybe they, maybe they, they book too much talent for this 205 Live. Maybe they need, I don't know, maybe they need to treat it like an indie. And, you know, we're going to book you for these two weeks. Uh, then you can go do something else for another two weeks. It's, it's, it's not, I don't know, it's not something that as a pro wrestler you're probably dying to have that type of contract. But, um, I don't know, maybe that's maybe that's just how you do it, you know? like, uh, not, like Well, part of it, too, is... Um, and it's that, that age-old 
issue with WWE where they have this contract with USA to have three hours of programming on Mondays. So to fill up some of that time, they you know throw some cruiserweight matches in there, and yeah. then it feels like, well, I saw them on Monday Night Raw. Why do I need to watch 205 Live? Because more than likely they're going to put the juicy stuff on the you know the flagship show. Right. Um, so again, if Raw was shorter, maybe that would make 205 Live a little bit better too. Because you're like, ooh, I want to check in on the cruiserweights. You know, kind of see what they're doing. Um, yeah, I'd be, I'd ima- be like, ima- like, like, like imagine if NXT had like four on four matches on raw you'd be like ugh you know i just i just saw these guys like you get overexposed you know yeah. oversaturated um it's it's something that you, you can't really solve cuz they're not going to not do 3 hours on monday they've been doing it forever right uh we just celebrated 25 freaking years of doing mostly 3 hours so um yeah the the, the best and uh, uh, here's a here's a hot tag question here for you coming up. Woo. Um, with 205 Live actually having some interest, you know, we actually both sat down and watched it. I don't think we've really made time for it, you know, yeah. in the past year that it's been in existence. We're pumped for this tournament. After this tournament, what are we going to do? Are we, like, how are we going to be able to sustain interest in 205 Live? Well, that was... Uh... That was a question I, I tried to actually bring up uh, your way, but I, I think this has to be a sign that 205 Live has to be about has to be about pro wrestling. It, it can't it can't go back to those silly storylines. Uh, they can't do these you know girlfriend things because they they just don't I don't know they don't even they don't even work on Raw or SmackDown anymore. Um, I mean, we go nuts for AJ Styles, who who isn't that great on the mic, and he's just he's just a hell of a pro wrestler, and we've accepted it now for a couple years. Like he's he hasn't fallen off the top of of the heap ever since he started. You know, yeah. like that that's a sign. That should be a sign that at least at least the hardcore fans don't lose interest. Um, when you put a guy, when you put you know you put him on the top of a pedestal, when when it's just about pro wrestling, um, I mean you you, you know could, you could make the argument too about you know KO and Sami Zayn. I, I, KO is is amazing on the mic, but you know the storyline they're even building is this is all about pro wrestling, and and the fans booed on cue uh, on the promo that Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan delivered on SmackDown, but it, it it's still it's still like something we want to we want to watch and, and talk about because those those three guys have have made a career on pro wrestling yeah uh so, you know i think part of it too is as far as pro wrestling it's not just what happens in the ring it's you know that 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 mic work that you're referencing and you think about a spot you know i, I think we touched on it last week where maybe it's the death of the of the manager yeah maybe this is a a place where we could have some legit um you know, maestros of the microphone. Because um, too many of these guys, it just seems like they cut these promos. I have wanted this my whole life, and now I am ready to win the championship. Like, Right. Yeah, great. But what else do you have to say to us? Like, give us give us a Velveteen dream. You know, give us give us some character work. You know, get, tell us you're a person. You're not just, Duh, I just want to go, and then I go home, and then I quit. Like, no. Wh- who are you? Why are you doing this? Why should I watch you? Let's see your personality. These guys cannot just be husks behind the, the curtain. You know, these guys probably laugh at farts like the rest of us, but we wouldn't know that. 
I mean, so I it's, I think if, what you if might... they if these if they can't cut promos, get somebody who can help them out. Yeah, you know. So I don't know. No, it it. it... I think part of the problem might be is that they're they're letting these two hundred five guy uh, two hundred five live superstars they 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 are getting this opportunity to just say all right now t- tell them what you really feel and then they yeah. all feel exactly the same way because that I mean that that kind of looks like what's going on in my head and that that, that might be a, a problem where they don't have a lot of charisma and they are just that high caliber pro wrestler and they might need a little bit more help. Um, but to that end, I'm, I'll say from the promo aspect, I, I'm okay if this, if this goes forward. Maybe they change the, the taping schedule, um, you know, so that these guys, they don't have to pay these guys to go around uh, the country. Uh, give them a, you know, give them these shorter term contracts where you can film everything just like NXT in like one, you know, one take uh, or one day. And then, yeah. uh, you know, send, send them on their merry little way. If you have guys that you want to sign full-time, sign them full-time. Put them on Monday Night Raw every so often just to, just to give them 20 minutes. Um, and then you can remind people that 205, you know, we'll just call it uh, 205. We won't call it 205 Live anymore. Uh, you know, and, and just have it, have it go that way. I, I think... I think they're forcing this idea that two o that this this cruiserweight um, show has to be live, and then you've got to you're forcing so many other things into your hand when when you start making rules like that. And I think I think that's hurting it. When really this should just be about you know if it's if it's a network exclusive. Even though I did watch this past episode on Hulu, um, you know make make it about. Pro wrestling, if it's not going to be on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, or um, I'm sorry, USA, yeah, then don't don't force these silly little storylines because those aren't the people that are subscribing to the network anyway. I I yeah. think there's a huge disconnect there, and uh, I think NXT is successful, and I think people love watching it because it's made for the people that would subscribe to the network and do the same thing with. Uh, you know, call it, just call it the Cruiserweight Show. I don't know. Make it simpler. Um, I mean, that is a pretty cool title, but the live part has to go. So now, you know, if that if, if that's it, then, you know, 205 is kind of a uh, eh, name for a show. Anyway, that's that's getting off topic. I, 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 think, uh, I think they know what they're doing with, like, the Mixed Match Challenge. I don't know if you've watched that. Um, but that that is a show for all audiences – it's not about pro wrestling, even a little bit, um, and it's on Facebook Live. Uh, Two hundred five Live is on the network, and that shouldn't be treated as an early '90s Monday Night Raw. Just, uh, I guess, just to put the cap on it. That's that's where I stand with Two hundred five Live. Uh, we probably have zero listeners now because we spent a half hour talking about it, and nobody watches it anyway. So, uh, everybody tuned out. But that's, I think that's my plea. Give it a shot now. And then, uh, and then my plea to the WWE is, you know, change, change your structure. Uh, change your supply chain. <laughs> change the way you're marketing this. Change the way you're, you're hiring talent. Um, you know, if you're, you're going to – sometimes I, I think, I think at a, at, to a fault, the entertainment industry – 
uh, feels like they they really need to to go above and beyond uh, for their talent, or or maybe they just want to put on this idea that they are. But there's going to be people that will work in your company regardless, um, and I, that sucks to say. Uh, but if if there's someone that can make it on the Raw and SmackDown roster, sign that guy full time. Make make that your leader on the cruiserweight show, or every so often, you know, they get to the top of these tournaments or something like that. Uh, but it, it's I don't know. It's it's got to be. It's got there. There has to be a huge change to this to make it to make it make sense for the WWE to continue to do it. Because right now, you're not going to end this tournament and start another one. Um, so there's there's got to be some there's got to be some change that'll make this more affordable. Um, don't oversaturate your talent, um, and then you don't have to feel forced to put everybody on every week. Because right now, if we're completely honest, they're wasting money uh, having just four guys on per week on a, a roster that's what maybe 16 deep at this point. Yeah, it's slightly bigger than the uh, you know women's division. Uh, that's like like seven people so yeah and, <laughs> like when they made uh just made well, I just wanted to comment real quick it was funny when they mm-hmm. announced the uh elimination chamber match uh it's the six women not asuka and nia Jax. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um but uh yeah ho- hopefully they figure something out here to to kind of restructure it uh 205 live a little bit more like nxt um kind of kind of give you the tease kind of have a you know, a week or so where you don't have to see the same guys battle and punch each other every week. Um, yeah. Did you get to watch NXT this week? Um, I did. Yeah. Remember, this is my first time in in months that I've watched every minute of WWE programming. Um, gotta say, uh, a lot of it I wish I had fast forwarded through. I was not. <laughs> I'm. I'm just. You weren't having it. I. I really like the and uh, undisputed era of sanity. Like oh that yeah, that, that. I said uh, some of it. Uh, that. That was fun to watch. Um, I. I just. Well, I can't get enough of Adam Cole at this point. And. Um, you know one. Thing Killian too- is that character is just fun to watch, especially uh, when he's chasing down Bobby Fish like he's uh, the Terminator. Oh, Kelly and Dane. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was great seeing them go up, go up the ramp. Oh wait, uh, that wasn't Bobby Fish, was it? That was um, Kyle O'Reilly. Yes, thank you. So Kyle yeah. O'Reilly's making his way. He's kind of like tripping up the stairs, and then it's it's just you just see Killian not you know he's not rushing. He's just slowly you know plopping up the stairs, and then he yeah. you know he catches up. To, it's, it was just that that character is fun to watch, and and I thought. Uh, the art of pro wrestling was 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 there in, in a three on three. You know that's very hard to do. I think sometimes, but you see those guys take it to the back. Well, here's uh, my uh, here's my question for yeah. you. Um, I was hoping we weren't going to go too deep into NXT too. Has has <laughs> has Adam Cole ever won a match? <laughs> uh, uh, all he does is lose to Aleister Black. He he loses to. Uh, Sanity. Um, when's the last time he won? Was it War Games? Yeah, I was just gonna say War Games because I, I was I was thinking about it when when they were playing uh, their theme that song. Like, that was like three months ago, wasn't it? Uh, that was like November. Well, was it November? Oh my gosh, I thought it was December. 
Uh, it was whatever, because that's the Survivor Series weekend, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, then that yeah, was that's, November. That's like November. Yeah, he's been uh, he's on a big uh, losing streak here, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, hey, Bay. He's he's still he's still beloved. Um, but no, I'm just wondering, uh, yeah, because he keeps he keeps eating pins. Uh, he keeps losing. We still love him. Um, and what what kind of made me think about this was the Undisputed Era theme song. Down 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 it's like it's literally a measure and a half of music um yeah so that kind of tells me that i don't think adam cole is is long for this nxt world uh that he has a just a (laughs) he loses all the time uh because it doesn't matter he's already he's already over like he has a terrible theme song does this mean that he's more than likely and I guess this will be a hot tag question for you. What's going to happen first for Adam Cole? He wins an NXT championship, or he gets the call-up the day after WrestleMania? Gets the call-up to 205 Live, baby! <laughs> baby! <laughs> 205 Live, baby! Uh, um, just... That's the scary thing. Is he? He's charismatic, and he's. Uh, we know he's a good wrestler. Uh, we know he's he's over, and when he when he makes it to the ring, God, what I, I mean, when he if he was in WrestleMania and he came out there and we got to see a hundred thousand people go Adam Cole, baby, like we know that would happen. Yeah. And when you've got extra eyes watching WrestleMania, that's all you're gonna need for people to buy into this guy. Um, but the scary thing is how little he is and how much it doesn't make sense for him to be on his roster. <laughs> He's easily going to be the smallest guy uh, next to Rey Mysterio, I, I, I think. Uh, that's, that we have to make legitimate. And, you know, can he beat Roman Reigns? Uh, even even Shinsuke. Uh, well, uh, I mean, like, yeah, Shinsuke's not huge. Finn Balor's not huge. AJ's not gigantic. Um... I mean, he, he'd, he'd be able to kind of stand up with those kind of people. Miz is not gigantic. Um, no, but he's still... But that's the thing. is like, Miz is not a credible threat to Brock Lesnar. Um, right. As much as his promo this past Monday and, uh, yeah, tried to prove. But, but then go Adam ahead. Cole's got to go against the Miz, who... I don't know. He just He's, he's a little guy. And I, Adam, if you're listening, we love you. I just... I'm worried about what the WWE is gonna do with this um i i i I don't know i think we'll know more going forward um obviously jesus that was a dumb that was such a that was such a we're we're gonna know even less as time goes on (laughs) oh man see this every week we'll we'll learn a little bit less i'm gonna send Uh, this episode to the the uh, brothers of dementia yeah (laughs) i'm gonna Um, send this episode to detroit uh sports broadcasting you're gonna be like that's a good point you know, as we go forward, we'll know more. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's very insightful. That's right on um, the line with what we usually say. Um, no, uh, <laughs> I it's just uh, I don't really have a huge issue with Andrade Cien Almas being the the champion. Yeah, me neither. Um, oh yeah, like I like, uh, that, Gar- like I really, I like uh, that Gargano feud. Yeah. Um, like last my, week in my article, I I said I think Almas is is probably going to hold on to this title for a while, and I think it's it's Johnny Wrestling who's leaving NXT. <laughs> for greener pasture like oh no 
he's never allowed to wrestle at NXT again. Where's he gonna go? I don't know. I'm sorry. I thought that was funny. That's his. That's his big promo this week. Go ahead. No. Um. I mean, I mean, like the way they do NXT, and I really like how they do it, and it's it's something they actually have been adapting for the, um, like the main roster guys too and ladies. Um, where the title holders don't just keep playing hot potato and, you know, losing the belt at every, you know, main event, yeah. um, every pay-per-view. Um, so if Andrade's going to hold on to it for a while, which neither one of us really have any issue with, um, where does that leave somebody like, uh, you know, Adam Cole, um, Aleister Black, uh, you know, our, our good buddy, uh, Velveteen Dream? Are we all going to be waiting for each of those guys to get a turn? No. No, no, no. no. So, you know, they're going to be getting the call-up. And right. I, and it's it's a nice problem to have because the rosters are... are we're, we're so lucky to have so many good wrestlers who um, have these unique characters and they can go, you know, in the ring. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice problem to have, but, man, who are you going to let flounder around in NXT to not have a belt for a while? Um, I really can't believe that they're going to build up Aleister Black with all these huge wins, you know, against the, the best and brightest of NXT and then not have them have the NXT belt for a while. So what um, you're saying is either we bring back Thursday Night Thunder or yeah. we make Raw four hours long. Yeah. Yeah. Four-hour Raw. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, it's a nice issue to have. I'd um, say we just, it's just release how do Bray all Wyatt of those guys. and Randy Orton. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, we're on the cusp of some 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 cuts here, right? Hey, I mean, uh, everybody whines and complains whenever there's a huge, like, you know, they uh, a mass exodus of, of superstars. Um, they have a lot of talent, and uh, if they're making the move to have more pro wrestling, um, I'm fine with it. I mean, you know what what what's sad is is you see you see the likes of like Goldust going away, but you know I I'm okay with that. That's let him be a, let, him, let him be a ma- let him be a manager on Two Hundred Five Live. Yeah. I mean, uh, like think about it. I, I look at the way the WWE is is making their moves, um, because eventually, I, you might people might listening to this might laugh. But eventually, this roster's also going to have Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes will make his triumphant return. I mean, Ooh. stuff like that is going to happen. I don't. Uh, Omega doesn't have a match with Chris Jericho, uh, and ha- like that. That to me was a sign that that's that's where that 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 relationship is going. And 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 I know I, I'm crazy here, but I'm just saying they're going to add more talent. That's the point of what I'm saying. Maybe it's not Kenny Omega, but. There's more talent on its way, so. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Kenny Omega, I kind of see him doing the Rorschach uh, from Watchmen. No compromise, even in the face of Armageddon. Like, I, I, I don't think he's going to the Evil Empire. I don't. That's don't what think AJ he's going Styles to. was. Eventually, that contract looks too sweet. If you catch my drift. I don't know. It's like that sound. Baby! Okay. We like sounds. Yep. Ooh. Um, uh, come on. So, um. yeah, we didn't follow the structure to our show at all. <laughs> um, not sure why I typed this up. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, I mean, I, I, I don't think we're, we're, we're 
it's okay. any doors we're, down. we're just so we're just so excited we want it now we want it now we want everybody to be um hey. all these nxt guys oh <laughs> 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 snow baby all right uh yeah we want all these guys to succeed now we're it's it's we're just bubbling with enthusiasm because of all the talent we get to watch um on all these different shows um yeah if anything it's a burden on us that 205 live is going to be good because now we have to watch it <laughs> that, yeah, uh, that it that stinks for our free time that's that's yeah. an extra hour we could have been reading or building relationships with other people and instead we're going to be watching another hour of wwe programming yep we could have been talking about uh the triple threat on monday night raw and instead Ooh. we spent a half hour talking about 205 <laughs> live and got no yeah we can listeners. Uh, yeah, we can we can uh, we can talk about the, the flagship programs. Um, well, Mike, what I wanted to talk about today was was how how great of a job we've been doing um, for a couple months here. Uh, getting back to the two hundred five live, we could say. I mean, this is exactly what we talked about when the show first started. Uh, we actually did do a two hundred five live episode where we talked about what is this need for us to watch it again. And at that time, I had no problem admitting I'm not watching it. And we talked about throwing in a new tournament, making it more about the art of the cruiserweight style or luchador or just pro wrestling. And and now we're watching. Uh, we look at uh, the chamber and and the qualifying matches. And now, uh, Mike, yep. there's even a second my chance dream, match. My dream has come true. I a know. I Wait s- a minute. Here's the thing. A second chance match. Yeah. Wait a minute. This is Wait exactly what you said on your oh article. Oh my here's, God. Here's the thing, yes. Mike. I have to tell you, here's here's my conspiracy theory. Um, right. as, as those closest to me know, uh, I, I am graduating soon, and I've been applying for jobs and have connections with the WWE. Okay. Now, here's what Ooh. happened. Within a few All days, right. I sent a message to my... Um, a uh, person I know, and I uh-huh. asked to be considered for a certain role. Uh-huh. And the next day, every single one of our episodes had a listener. Mm. One through 12. Who's going mm. back and listening to 12 episodes of podcasts? I'll tell Bots. you who. Somebody Bots. that doesn't want to hire me. Oh. <laughs> but I, I, here, I, I, think, I think the right person heard this, is, or at least has listened to our show, because... We've got our qualifying matches. All of a sudden, for the first time ever, there's a second chance match on the WWE. I, I mean, mere, just a week after you come out with your article, um, that idea takes place. Uh, I mean, we've had the exact prediction of what was going to happen with Nakamura, and now we can see Roman Reigns. And I laid that out, and, and, and you we made fun of me. We are the WWE Puppet Master. Yes! We are pulling the strings. We are! It was me, Austin. That was me all along. And, and yeah. if you want the proof, just go back and listen to our old episodes. Everything we've said that should happen has now happened. And now we love the show even more <laughs> over yeah. these last couple months. We've gotten the product that we desire. We now, might have to we might have to cancel next week's episode of Brothers of Discussion, um, if only because Matt will be in the hospital uh, taking care of his torn rotator cuff from patting himself on the back uh, <laughs> for all his predictions coming true. 
This um, is an so opportunity. Send your well for... wishes and flowers. Uh, it'll be at the local <laughs> hospital here in Michigan. Um, I'll but, have a cool uh, scar like uh, Hideo Itami. Yeah, that turned out really well for him. Yep. All right, cool scar Hitami. Right. Hey, I'm not an athlete. Getting his healthy release. <laughs> You're um, not an athlete. I'm no, I'm no athlete. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just, like, I, I don't know. I, this is a call to action for anybody that's given this uh, your, your first listen. Uh, for anybody you've listened to that, that does just focus on fantasy booking, we actually try to take it to another level. We say, what would that fantasy booking mean? You know, what, what are the underlying uh, issues in the WWE? I, I just, this is, this is a plea for you to continue to listen, read our articles. Uh, that's, that's what this is about. We want to be better for you, so if we're if we're going beyond, uh, yeah, we're that... we're doing this for the fans. So if there's if there's something you want us to type up or talk about, and we know the WWE is exclusively listening to the Brothers of Discussion podcast, you know maybe, who knows? Maybe you want to see uh, like the Perfect Ten become the champion over AJ Styles. Just just tell us to talk about it. We'll write an article and boom. They'll open up a new match on Tuesday night. Uh, AJ Styles have an open challenge. He'll lose the belt, and you can thank us. You're welcome. Huh. Whatever you, whatever you want us to do, we like, will make it happen. I like how my segments get no sold, and we spend a half hour talking about two oh five fucking live. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what bullshit did you want to talk about, Mike? Let's talk about Rusev. Okay, let's he lost. Ta- hey, that that should be its own podcast, the Brothers of Rusev. <laughs> yeah. Rusev Day podcast. Oh yeah, let, let's let's move on. Um, Mike, eat, you, you wanted you know to what? talk about? I got a better idea, right? Yeah. Eat, pray, love, Machka. The Rusev Day podcast. <laughs> Woo! All right. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of nice. Um, it's it's not even that. You know, I I don't want to say we knew it all along. You know, thank you. You know, give us some appreciation. I think it's just these are good ideas, and I'm glad they're actually happening. That's that's what I'm excited about. Um, make the matches matter. Oh, I thought uh, I thought you're talking about Rusev, and I was like, I thought you hated that idea. <laughs> no, I, well, I like the Rusev podcast idea. We can just talk all things Rusev. Um, we can you know do episodes where we go outside, and mow the lawn with no shirt on. I, I think those are good ideas. Um, but. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the, the second chance matches, that's that's something that I'm interested in, and I'm preparing my article already for that to be my greatest match of all time, dot, dot, so dot, who, this week. What is the what is the second chance match? Is that Apollo Crews? Yeah. What? It re- Really? Yeah, Apollo Crews, uh, Matt Hardy, and, um, oh my gosh, uh, Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt. So this mm-hmm. is... I don't know if it's uh, like a lack of talent, and they they or did they realize how dumb it was to not have Finn Balor in the elimination chamber because yep. Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt are destined oh. to fight. That is, they are not going in the elimination chamber. Um, Does that mean that like that's a fatal four way? Finn Balor, by the way. like everybody every year, they keep saying it's gonna be Cena and the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Does this mean that when they you know, because Cena got to eliminate Finn out of this elimination chamber running, and now Finn, in all likelihood, is is going to be in the elimination chamber. He's he's definitely going to be pinning Cena. Um, does that mean that that's going to be the WrestleMania opponent for those two guys, so Cena can give the rub to uh, the Balor Club? 
Does that kind of tie in? I I see I see that being a possibility. Um, I I don't know I. Um, if only because I can't see Finn. He's not winning the Elimination Chamber to get smushed by Brock. Well, that's it's Roman's match to win. Oh yeah, um, I, it's it's a done deal. We we I think, and, and to be honest, I you know what I'm, I do want to okay watch with the that. Elimination I, I wouldn't want it any other way. I want to see Roman and Brock. Yeah, I actually want to be. see Roman overcome him. Ew. Uh, ew. You said the C word. Yeah, but I said overcome, not undercome. Um, <laughs> so I just see Roman it's, just overcome all over Brock. There's going to be yeah. so much in the ring. I know. It's going to be like, okay, 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 okay. Ooh, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> Peace. Ooh, and then he's even charging up the Superman punch, but in a different area. <laughs> Ew. All right, now we're. All right, clean it up, now we're class explicit. it up. The brothers of erections. <laughs> Woo. Um, right. No, I, yeah, that like Finn makes sense. I, I saw it as maybe going. Um, you know, the Balor Club was gonna end up fighting someone else, but uh, that that works because I, I i might i mean if we're gonna do some fantasy booking i fantasy this booking is, woo! this is another opportunity uh to to bolster that uh cena and uh elias rivalry that's that's been building Ooh. for a few months here so i i How Cena, many... cena's uh, matches have been getting the the slow burn uh for wrestlemania if i if think you can cena's count just, four months he just kind of looks burn. a little bit slower in the ring i think that's what you're trying to say um <laughs> Father time has come for John. Yeah. Um, he's made a lot of wishes come true. He's Aww. given us some wishes that came true, like dream matches. And he's he's competed the heck out of them. And it's well, it's kind of tough to say it's to watch because it looks like his career is really coming to an end here uh, rapidly. He he's definitely lost a step. It's not his fault. He's no no goodness he's, gracious. He's he's what forty now. Well, it's uh, not like we watched The Rock come back and we were like, wow, look at him. It has to happen to everybody. It's going to happen to us. Um, Except for Randy Orton. Uh, he's still pretty smooth. You know what? I, he, uh, he, <laughs> he, he came out so this week and he, smooth. he gave a GD RKO to the glorious one. He gave one to Aiden English, who who took it beautifully. Oh, my gosh, yeah. <sighs> But and he gave it to my. Yep. God damn it! I don't approve. And he also made poor Rusev eat one too. And Mike, what, just... are you, what are you dubbing? I, I, let's let's do this. What what are you dubbing this match? What are, what did you what are you titling it? Uh, the worst booked match since Batista won the Royal Rumble 2013. Yes. <laughs> now, <laughs> I I enjoyed reading that you type that out. I'm, uh... <laughs> Cause I'm I was being like, hyperbolic because I have such a man crush for Rusev. Yeah, I, I, I knew he had no chance. Not on a you know on a Tuesday night. He's not taking the U.S. title. I know, I know. <laughs> I love that you were like, do we boycott and cancel our? Do we network? cancel our WWE subscriptions? It's over. Of I'm course, out. of course we do. Rusev lost a match to Bobby Roode on SmackDown. We're done. <laughs> That's it. Oh man. Um, um, can I say? Let me throw this out there. Uh, obviously, it was it was a terrible booking. Uh, Rusev should have all the belts, including the tag team titles. Yeah, both of them. Um, but 
<laughs> I mean Aiden English free. Just Rusev by himself should tag himself in. Like, get hot tag himself into the corner and just bop one of the turnbuckles, and then he, like, amps up his strength again. Um, but... No, this, this... Can I just say that, like, Randy Orton related... Please, can I finish? Can I finish? Okay, I'm finished. Yeah, no. go ahead. Randy Orton, I, I I really hate watching Randy Orton matches. I hate watching the the, the build, the roll out of the ring, the, the sneer. You know, he punches the mat a few times. He does that dumb DDT, the contrived DDT, which is right up there with the 619. Like, yep. Nobody ever just gets tired on the ring apron and then ducks their head under the first rope. No one does that. Only yeah, no, Randy I, Orton matches. But, but, yeah. here's what I'm going to say. I can't stand his matches, but I could watch him just once in a while, just every other week, just come in and RKO everybody in the ring and then run away. I I would watch that every... Like, you know how they do the fashion files and that's something you tune into? I would watch SmackDown Live just to see who Randy RKOs this week. Like, he just... <laughs> just a run-in, just an RKO. Like, it's not a storyline, it's not a feud, just once in a while, just... Every wrestler's just always got their head on a swivel. Like, right before you go in for your match, you're like, okay, just check for Randy. All right, let's, <laughs> check under the let's ring. keep going. Yeah. <laughs> check, it on, check it under the announce table. Like, he's out there. You're checking for, like, uh, you know, the people in the front, front row, somebody wearing a hoodie. You're like, is that Randy? Oh, no, it is! And an RKO, and he just scampers away. Yeah. Like, no, you... So now you're going to see this, because we've said it here on the podcast, but just imagine, like, <laughs> Rusev going to the ring, and he tells Aiden English to, like, look under the, you know, look under the mat, uh, you know, keep an eye out. Like, he goes out there with, like, a pair of binoculars, and he's just always looking around. Oh, my God, would that be, like, that's a way that to book Randy That would be the best Orton. segment ever. Yeah. yeah. Like, every right. week. Yeah, yeah just paranoid, paranoid superstars. People just looking. <laughs> Then that's like how you, you make managers relevant again. Everybody's got a manager, so that they're always looking out for Randy Orton. And then he <laughs> uh, he drops down from the top of the arena like Sting and <laughs> gives an RKO. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't need to see him every week, but he just needs to. He just he's in the back of your mind. Like when is Randy gonna come in and spoil this match? Like a a beautiful five star, you know, uh, AJ Styles versus Nakamura match. Out of nowhere, Randy ruins it and just runs away. <laughs> What? Oh no! <laughs> or they can have those the segments uh, where the guys are the guys are walking into the locker room and they have like a like a paper stand up Randy Orton on the wall and they're like, oh my god, oh oh my god, it's just a cardboard stand in, it's okay. And then Randy ends up being in the room anyway and gets an RKO. <laughs> I love it. You can you know almost like remember when Kane was doing those see no evils and he would just be a horror movie monster in the background. Yeah. That should be Randy. Like, you're looking back there, you think you see him in a mirror, and you're like, oh, it was, it was just a, a trick of the eye. Yeah. And then you, you do a 180, oh, no, he's really there, RKO, bam. And then yeah, he just kind of, he, he laughs, ha and then ducks into the shadows. <laughs> yeah, or, and, and I like the idea, too, that he, he does this. Like, even this past week, maybe this is the start of the storytelling, and... Uh, he, he's not going to fight Bobby Roode for the title. Like, that was just... He's just yeah. being a dick. Yeah, this, <laughs> oh, this has Randy nothing right to now. do with the belt. Yeah, it's just Randy <laughs> Randy being Randy, you know. Yeah, he's the uh, Joker now. He's, he's like a new comedy act. That would be so over. Yeah, they should have Michael Caine come out and explain, you know, he's just... He's just doing it for the sake of doing it. He's, Some people just want to watch the world take an RKO. <laughs> <laughs> 
Some men aren't interested in things like title belts or championship tournament victories. No. Some people just want to RKO everybody and run away. <laughs> That's a great that, impression of Michael Caine. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I, I'm so excited at this fake concept that's never going to happen because Randy wants to be a wrestler and win rumbles and championships. But if he if he could just, you know, like the end of his career, you know, it's it's winding down. You know, he doesn't have a lot of, you know, energy left in the ring. You know, it's... Injuries are just kind of piling up, but you know what? Just once in a while, just once in a while, just come in, sabotage everything, and scoot away. I, I would love it. If And how about this? How about he starts to slither? I'm no? I'm okay if that doesn't happen. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll table the slithering. If he did slither just once, just one slither, like, you know, that would be kind of cool. Well, I'll, I'll throw out, if we get back to Rusev, that... Uh, <laughs> slither uh if, okay how about you can even watch randy like you can you can see it coming oh he's coming like you see him slithering and the wrestler doesn't know what what's everybody worried about oh no and then the rko i don't know okay go ahead what are you gonna say about rusev <laughs> i'll just wait <laughs> um no i there's the first segment in the uh in the uh, on SmackDown, I'm not sure if you caught it. Was uh, Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan talking? Oh, planting those seeds, planting those seeds. Did you see it? With the uh, they said we we hear we hear the fans and who they want to see booked in championship matches, and instead of like a Nakamura, oh excuse me, a Nakamura chant or I mean anybody on the roster. Did you just get RKO'd? What happened yeah. over there? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I swallowed my own tongue. Um, <laughs> They they chanted Rusev Day. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, so that was uh, then Shane McMahon even made the the you know he made the acknowledgement uh, to the crowd and he's like we hear you, which is which is good and I think uh, you know that that's just that goes back to what my plan was for 205 Live. Um, scale that back. Have the guys that actually get over make them your full time you know roster people. Make make this real you know make this legitimate. Maybe we book who's going to win the matches, but whoever puts on the, the best matches gets a contract. If you're able to get yourself over with a stupid gimmick like Rusev Day, yeah, you get to you get to win a title match. Like, God, that's why we hated Roman Reigns for so long, because his, his shit was... He was just put on a pedestal, and he couldn't make that work. But... God, like how simple is it? And I, I think I think that SmackDown's better. I think SmackDown is is for whatever reason they book it to uh, to to match whoever we're cheering the most, and that's why I think Dolph Ziggler disappeared. That's why Baron <laughs> Corbin can't win a match, uh, <laughs> even though uh, I you know what I just I'm such an idiot because I shouldn't have said that because Shane McMahon just booked those two fighting each other and the winner gets a championship. Oh my god. Shot. Christ. So here's what's actually going to happen in that match. Neither of those guys are going to win and it's going to be a five person match uh, at Fastlane. I think. Wait, they're, wait, wait, wait. They're going to fight AJ, not the glorious one? Correct. They're going. Oh whoever God. wins that match is added to the triple threat match because Shane uh, uh, Shane wants to feel like he still has power. Um, so I, 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 I think there, and I have an article that uh, I want to put up 
uh, talking about two years since we said goodbye to Daniel Bryan in the ring, but everything right now seems to be pointing towards some sort of feud. Um, but that's it right there. Like, that's that's just another. Uh, I really thought you were gonna say, you know, two years ago we said goodbye, and now we're gonna say hello. I don't. Know, it just sounded nice. Um, yeah, that. I think that's a nightmare. I don't know why Dolphin Baron would be even remotely attached to a, a world heavyweight championship because well, that's they're that's two my clowns. excuse because uh, they're this has nothing to do with those two doofuses it's it has everything to do with what's what daniel bryan's reaction will be to this um and and you know the 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 idea of daniel being the gm who books these matches and shane you know abusing his power as as yeah. vince mcmahon's son i i just like that it, it just feels to me like another element of how this this could turn into a battle for wrestlemania because for whatever reason shane mcmahon has been in so many big matches and we know you know i, I think we heard from uh from jr or uh, maybe it was michael cole but shane's actually ripped like the dude works out like he's he is an athletic individual uh yeah. and he can pull off looking at least interesting in the ring <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, that we haven't booked, we haven't even fantasy booked anything for Shane. WWE hasn't let on that anything else besides KO and Sami Zayn uh, would be his match. So I, I I'll just say uh, right now that uh, to me Daniel Bryan is 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 leading the way for what uh, what what Shane McMahon's match is going to be at WrestleMania. Yeah, I. I uh... I like that aspect of Shane, you know, that they were saying, you know, the dude's in great shape and he purposefully wears, like, dad clothes so he doesn't, you know, um, look look more in shape than the person he's fighting. Because he's not a small man by any means. Oh, he's no. A, he's a big person. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think this, this kind of smells of, you know, maybe we're finally going to get DB coming back. Um, but I guess uh, I was just going to bring up you know, I, I I try to avoid as much Shane McMahon talk as I can. Um, we're at a, we're at about an hour and five minutes right now. Yeah. I was just gonna say if if we could do a kind of a hot tag segment. Um, I guess three things overall that stood out this week for you. Um, I'm gonna kind of jump in there. Uh, one was Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens match. Uh, those those two guys should literally fight forever. Um, I know they became a tag team just so we could get a big payoff match where they battle each other. Right. Um, and every time they do, it's it's magic. Um, every every false finish, um, all the expressions, it's 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 a master crap. That's if you're somebody who wants to be a pro wrestler, just watch those two guys battle each other. Um, or uh, or KO saying, "I win the titles, yeah. not you." <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Um, um, go ahead. I'll say uh, number two. Um, it was a it was kind of a tough one, but uh, I kind of liked the take they did with Alexa is in the elimination chamber match and Brock isn't. So I liked her take that you know it was a kind of a sexist um, stance, you know that that she has to be included in that, not Brock. Why why is it like this? And I like the only thing was Kurt Kurt Angle is he's he's not as magical as he used to be on the microphone. Um, and he just kind of mumbled something about, well, you haven't, like, defended it in a while, so it's, no, you have to. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that was. Like, she brought up a good point. Uh, maybe they'll address it again. And um, I think what, 
what I at least I was wishing, and I think you would agree, is I, I thought what was going to happen is Naya would get that slot. Um, but then when they immediately booked her to just fight Asuka in a nothing matters match except her streak, um, yeah. See, and I, I told s- you that streak could have been that could have been legit. That's the one thing I predicted that didn't happen. Uh, yeah. But that I, well, I uh, still think that sells a match. But go ahead. Yeah. And I'd say uh, just number three, um, or I guess the top thing for me, uh, my God, was not just. Miz qualifying for that elimination chamber uh, overall. Um, that promo he cut where he's just... I really believe this is going to be the year of Miz. Like, that's how convincing that promo was. Um, where he's just not going to be just the Intercontinental Champion. He wants to be the World Champion. He wants to be the Universal Champion. Yeah. Um, he's not, you know, cowering in the you know face of Brock like he's done in years past. Um, he had a real intensity to him. You know, intensity we saw... Um, Back when they used to have the um, Smack Talk, you know, that um, talk show hosted by Renee Young for yeah. SmackDown Live. Um, Talking Smack. Yeah, he, man. Smack Talk. Smack Talk. Well, it was a little bit of Smack Talk there. <laughs> it was a short-lived program, okay? Um, smack Talk. Smack Talk. I like Smack I'm going to change the name to Smack Talk. All right, so on Smack Talk. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I... I think the WWE realizes it, um, uh, that they, they really are lucky to have Miz. Um, and I, I can't believe how much he's, he's grown from, Aww. um, speaking of grown, um, I mean, it used to just be a grown that, ugh, this guy from MTV, and now he's arguably the best bad guy they have. Yeah. Um, just that transcendent, you know, um owner of the microphone you know a la you know like a jericho who's supposed to be bad and you can't help but love him because he's just so funny and engaging um so that's that's my favorite thing of the week like uh i really loved that Miz promo um so i think it trumped that alexa bliss and also the Sami Zayn match and worst moment of the week was obviously rusev losing the u.s title match but yeah man if you had to kind of sum up your three favorite things from um my god you probably watched Six, seven hours of WWE yep. programming this week. What three things would you say really kind of shown for you? Well, this is easy as hell. Um, Randy Orton RKOing uh, three guys, Bobby Roode actually winning the match, and then uh, Rusev getting laid out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, um, well, well, I, I kind of feel like I, I gave you my top two already. Was uh, my winner of greatest match of all time dot 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 this week was uh elias uh, against stroman against cena um we got amazing i mean there's three amazing things that already happened in that match elias winning uh he gets you know uh, he gets the heel win um but this is a guy who who just i mean this is a match with stroman and cena and to have elias come out on top uh just helps build that character uh we got to see Elias and Cena team up for 90 seconds, but that that's always fun to watch. I, I uh, the article I wrote this week, I, I I compared it to you know, Banksy and the Mighty Ducks and and Kevin Durant joining uh, the Golden State Warriors. I just it's a it's a storytelling element that I'll never get tired of. Uh, where you have to join your enemy uh, to get to get the you know your your championship, your win, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then Strowman. Being, you know, he, he's giggling in the ring. He's having a good time with the fans. He teases himself leaving. Where a week ago, he murdered Kane. 
and now he's he's high fiving little kids. Like that was that says so much about what yeah, Strowman like, is going to be going forward, where he's a mass murderer one yeah, week. Uh, like and an now, attempted attempted homicide is the like the key to superstardom. <laughs> yeah, we love it. Ah. Yeah, kill Kane. Ah. <laughs> One more time. Saying? One more time. One more time. <laughs> Strowman's like, I can only kill a guy once. One more time. One more time. That yeah, I I, I love that moment with Braun, uh, where he's he's about to go up the ramp. He gets the boo, and he's like, No, this is for you people. This is for everyone. And he gets back into just a hero's welcome. Hooray! Kill Kane. <laughs> or, or in this case, sorry, kill uh, kill Elias and Cena. Yeah, good for him. Like, he, uh, I like that awareness from him. That's another thing where, you know, we like when wrestlers use their coconuts. Um, yeah. You know, to either fight or listen to the crowd, man. They they want you. They love you. Um, and and if, if you want me to pick, like, three different seg- segments yeah. that I liked. Um, just, just something we didn't have, you know, a lot of time to talk about today. Uh, I, I really liked, um, oh, it, well, I was going to pick. You know, make sure everybody watches Lince and Kalisto. Uh, I, I really liked the Bludgeon Brothers getting a win and having a stare down with the Usos. Uh, Ooh, that was, yeah. That was pretty great because that is at least something that doesn't need to happen now. Doesn't even need to happen at WrestleMania. Oh, excuse me. But uh, as, as the Bludgeon Brothers keep tearing through these local indie guys, <laughs> which is pretty fun to watch. Uh, I mean, they're even they're starting a feud now with the San Jose Sharks uh, on Twitter. Um, Are they? Yeah, Joe Thornton and uh, Brent Burns. So they're they're kind of doing a little Twitter feud there on the size of their beards. So it's it's kind of yeah, it's it's a fun way to get uh, a, you know an audience on the West Coast uh, involved and uh, you know another another segment of of real sports being involved. Um, I uh. I guess if I if I can't pick things we've already talked about and we've talked about a lot, yeah, uh, and I don't know why we'd talk about things I don't care about. So I got jeez. Uh, um, I'm gonna throw one more in there. Did you get to see uh, the Heavy Machinery match on NXT this week? I don't know what that means. Uh, it's a tag team, two two chubby oh, guys. Yeah. yeah. And they were fighting uh, Tino Sabatelli and Riddick Moss. Um, yeah. I might have been I might have been watching that at one and a half speed. Oh no! <laughs> Go ahead. No, it, the, the weird thing for me is I don't I don't remember him earning all this heat, but people really gave Tino Sabatelli hell, like just telling <laughs> him he sucks. Like, where did this come from? Um, I know he's he's just he's you know another guy who's who's cut like a Julian salad. Um, and he's just kind of greased up. He just kind of looks like, kind of like a Lex Luger kind of character. You know, not blonde hair, but just kind of muscly. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't tell if just his being in shape against two fat guys. I don't know if that's what made them hate him. Uh, but good for him to get a real crowd reaction. Like, he got a Roman Reigns treatment. I was like, God damn, what did this guy do? Did he steal a baby or something? But <laughs> even Tino kind of seems surprised. He's like, I suck. They suck. I'm the one winning the match, so I don't, I don't know. Good for him. I don't know what that's what's in store for him. I can't even recall him ever doing a promo to get all this hatred. But, eh, good for him. 
Well, I'll, uh, I, you gave me enough time to think of a third, so that was very nice of you. Um, yeah. This is more from last week, but he just continues to show enthusiasm, and I think right now he's the only GM that can come out and, and give a promo and actually sound like he cares. Uh, but it's, it's Maverick. It's Rockstar Spud. That guy uh, talking about the tournament yeah. with a, a crowd that no-sold him announcing it. Yeah. Like, that guy, he's really putting on, uh, he's putting in a good effort uh, being a GM. Like, cool a part. role that we really don't need. Um, but he's, gosh, he's, he's putting in 100%. He's, he's easily, to me, the most, even after just two weeks. He, his delivery is the most legit of, of our GMs, and you throw in Shane McMahon, you throw in Stephanie when she comes out there. Most of the time, unless they're ad-libbing you know, with each other, uh, they just feel like they're delivering lines. And uh, Rockstar Spud came out there and told us about a brand we don't care about uh, and, and a, a title we don't care about is going to have a tournament, and he sold the crap out of that thing for me. Um, I, I know it was weird. It was like I was a kid again watching in the 90s when you don't really realize when the crowd doesn't care and you're yeah. just a kid and you're like, oh, my God, it's uh, D'Lo Brown. Woo. Oh my you God. Know? It's like, it's, uh, you know, like that's that's how I felt again where I was like, I didn't care. I, I could have just, you know, read the, the, the subtitles and just looked at his face and, and that would have gotten me sold. Um, uh, but, yeah, that, I, I think if, if – if anything, this is a good sign for 205 Live, and I, I know we're coming back to it again, and I already admitted that this isn't going to get us any new listeners or followers. Uh, <laughs> but damn it, uh, watch, watch watch that show. I think we've got some good matches coming up next week, too. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, another no-sell on the <laughs> Good brother. Good Woo! brother Mike. No-selling whatever Matt says. Boom! I didn't feel nothing. What? That's Matt, what you I get for your Rusev comic. Man, yeah. I got a hot tech question for you. I'm going to answer it first, and then, uh, eh, I guess you can go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, one one last hilarious thing that you need to see. Jesus. Um, did you realize, when did when you watched Roderick Strong versus uh, Atami, did you hear him call him Kenta in the ring? <laughs> no, I didn't. He said, come on, Kenta, uh, Hideo. <laughs> he said, uh? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, pretty, that's pretty funny good. but yeah that's that's it um man thank you for hanging out here uh listeners we're at we're past an hour we try to we try to cut a little bit shorter than this um yeah matt you want to throw the deets at them and uh we'll give them the ooh uh, into the sunset sure uh we are uh find us find everything at bodpodcast.com you're gonna find all of our episodes uh loaded up there uh you can go right to the podcast link and see whatever the latest episode is every every week uh same thing with the blogs you're gonna get uh your latest one up there if you subscribe you'll get updates when a new one is loaded on there and um if you find us on Facebook or Twitter, you want to. We are at BOD Podcast, and you can find those links directly on the website as well. Uh, so if you don't feel like typing anything in, we've made everything easy. You type in one website, or just put that as your favorite, and you have access to everything that we do. And of course, as we did this week, if you want to be a member uh, added to the BOD Podcast faction, the Brothers of Discussion faction, I should probably just call it. 
like our new friends did, just go ahead, like us, follow us, and you will become a new member of the Brothers of Discussion faction. Yeah. Mike, that is it from me. Yep. I think it's time to ooh-ah into the sunset. Yep. Get ready to join Mork Umlaut here as the newest <laughs> brother of discussion. Um, Good brother. Yep. And uh, Good brother Mork. Like Matt said, everything's uploaded. It's uploaded and overcome, just like Roman Reigns. So, ooh-ah! Ooh-ah!